0: Welcome to RC Underground Radio.
1: We're racing toy cars here.
0: If you've been looking for a podcast that talks about 1RC tracks, suppliers, and events, then you are in the right place.
2: I haven't changed my
0: underwear I, since the
1: Kenman. See, I I'm was not gonna, kidding. I was ask. I'm not kidding. It's the same. I didn't want same. to go there. It's
2: this.
0: And we're glad you're here. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Redzloff. And David Brinkman.
2: Hey, I am a BB in a box car. And hey, Dave, I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little like drained today. Yeah. You know, we had that. We had we had we called the uh, Ron Peacock race uh, yesterday at Chiefland, and it was it was a long night. Good night of racing. So three hours. Yeah, it was about three hours. Yeah, I didn't get home till late. And, uh, you know, by the time I ate and the whole nine yards, but I got to tell you, it's time now to gain some energy and unleash the Kraken. I've been waiting two weeks to be able to do this. So I'm going to get some energy. And with that, I'd like to welcome Derek from Carpies. Welcome, Derek.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm going to join you in that that ceremony. Mm. Nice.
3: (laughs)
2: So delicious.
1: Nice. And I'll run downstairs. I got one down there. No, I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. You got it nice and chilled? Yo, absolutely. It's been in the fridge the whole time, man. And uh, I I screwed up. I I didn't order any on my last order, but I'll be sure on the next one to to get it. We actually actually sold out. I saw that. Yeah, let's talk about this little energy drink.
3: Yeah, what? What made you come up with this, buddy? Um, so, energy drinks are our currency at the shop. So, anytime someone gets mad at the other, or they felt like they did someone dirty or let them down, um, or if someone was sick and had to call off the next day, you know, that, that's our currency. Um, okay. Energy drink. So, um, I don't know. One day, we I'm just like we should just get our own energy drink. <laughs> yeah, you know, then I got to Google them, and I got home, and <clears throat> I'm like, I sent everybody the link. I'm like, you know, we can just do that. Like, it's not even, not even a big thing. So there's a company in um, Nevada that, um, yeah, you, know, you can choose like your color or your flavor profiles, and you send them the file, and they they print it, label it up, and ship it out to you. I think it took, I think it was like four weeks, and the, like the minimum order was like 30 cases of it, but. You know, pretty pretty cool product, and and the main thing really wasn't really to sell it necessarily. It was more of just like a cool promotional item. You know, so when we get a big customer, you know, somebody wants um, donations for a race, um, someone's going to remember getting a you know an RC branded energy drink over like uh, you know a shirt or a couple stickers or something. So it's a little more memorable than the typical you know branding giveaway type stuff and. And it's damn good on top of
1: it. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, I went over big at the RC Underground. Thanks again for yeah. doing some sponsorship for the uh, Kenman. Uh, so what we do at the Kenman with the with the prizes for the drivers is, as their numbers pick, they get to pick whatever they want that's in the stack. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the Carpe's carpies drinks went right away. They were gone. Right <laughs> that's
3: awesome. What's your yeah? We... Are you gonna are you gonna reorder some more of this or what? I think so. Um, originally, I was just I figured I figured thirty cases would last me a while, but it was about about a month and they were gone. Of course, awesome. you know we consumed a good dent of that at the shop, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to do product the testing. Customers would definitely order it from you. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah yep. Still, that's impressive, though. I mean, thirty cases in less than a month, and, and yeah. I'm sure a decent amount of that was sold. So, right, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's uh, proof of concept right there.
3: <laughs> yeah we can do uh we just need to do like a, a special rc underground flavor of carpe's energy i'd be
1: down for that yeah, <laughs> rc underground radio uh yeah yeah we could uh yeah that would be super cool
2: so derek you know we've you've been on the show before we talked mm-hmm. a lot about you know kind of the the start of carpe's and you know how you guys have really um gotten to where you're at and you know you just, you just continue to expand and grow and um can you talk a little bit about what we I mean it's been almost a year since you've been on. You yeah. Know, can we talk? Obviously we've got the energy drinks, we just discussed that a little bit, but what else is coming? Is there's anything you want to talk about and what what else have you guys done in that in that in that year's time?
3: Um I'm probably probably can't remember everything, but um <laughs> a couple of the the big things recently we've done is um we became title sponsor for all three of the PRW carpet oval pan car races. Um, so they have the Putnam Memorial, which is actually next week. Um, we title sponsor for that. We're title sponsor for the Winter Blast, as well as um, – I can't even remember the third one. There's a third race. Um, but the Putnam Memorial and the Winter Blast are the two, two main ones, and um, so we were able to acquire sponsorship for that. Um, and we actually just recently um, – Got an agreement. We have three one RC tracks within about a forty-five minute area of here, um, and we're going to be title sponsor for that whole. They're doing a little point series. Um, it's called the uh, Northeast One RC Shootout Series. Uh, the yeah, Phoenix Raceway, um, the Shop, and No Hugs Raceway. I don't know if you go is Mike Jeffries. The name he's, sounds very familiar. Yeah, he's a big yeah. dirt oval guy. Yeah, he he owns the sh- the No Hugs Raceway. Okay. Um, so he's the final stop of the tour and he actually has his big race, I think uh, a couple weeks before, or a couple weeks after called the freeze. Um, and that's a pretty big one for him. I know last year he got, I think it was like 30 or 41 RC entries, um, for that race. So it's should be a good series. It's getting a lot of, um, uh, a lot of hype, the one RC are in this area. So, um, you know, it's a cool thing that they're kind of all working together and trying to make a little tour out of it.
1: Sure. Do you know what those tracks are? are those all uh, carpet tracks? Are they foam tracks? Any any idea what their surfaces are?
3: Um, I know Phoenix. That one's the closest one to us. It's about 25 minutes away. That one is um, a gray carpet track. Okay. Um, and I think it's probably around like a 40-foot run line. It's, I think the biggest track in the, the series. Um, <clears throat> the, the shop, um, that's a little bit further yet for us. But um, that one, I think... I could be wrong, but it's um I think it's one of those tracks that one RC sells, and it's kind of like the rollout with the walls and stuff. Okay. Um, and then no hugs, I believe, is a carpet track. I haven't I haven't made it out okay. to no hugs or the shop yet, but um you know they're they're all pretty nice places. The shop's kind of interesting because it all started with um just four or five guys that drink in the garage. It's literally in the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they ended up building the that. track, and then people started showing up, and now they got a whole whole following there, so it's pretty cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty much how the underground started too. It's just yeah. me and Ryan and I asked a couple of buddies I used to race with twenty five years ago and they came out and yeah. Now we yeah. got seating for twenty twenty eight if we if we need it. So yeah. yeah,
3: that place looks awesome. I was watching the video <laughs> the walk up
1: the stairs the other day. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well you Is know that, at the end of the year we're gonna have the the RC the one R C uh foam Oval Nationals. There's all these foam tracks that have popped up. Yeah, uh, around the country, and I'm like, well, there's no, there's no like big event just focused on that. So yeah, we're gonna run the RC Oval national So you know, you want to come to town? That'd be super fun. Yeah.
3: What was that was Wisconsin, right? Yeah, Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. At least it'd be good for cheese if nothing else.
1: right Yeah, come on, sure. it's a business. We it's love- a business to do, and addiction. lots of beer. <laughs> come on, Derek, it's a business.
3: So, a so is that you guys? Lunch. Is that like upstairs of like a garage or something?
1: No, it's just downstairs kind of in my basement. Oh, really? <laughs> that's, how, okay. that's why it's got yeah. the name The Underground, because it's literally underground.
3: <laughs> it's super I just great. thought there was a lot of moonshining <laughs> going on additional. Yeah, well, <laughs> al- al- allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, the beer stays out, and the alcohol
2: stays out in the garage.
1: But, you know, we could always talk about, you know, uh, Carpy's Moonshine, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, so.
3: <laughs> you know. The possibilities are endless now. it's yeah. Yeah. the spinoff. That's the spin-off. <laughs> So, um, so
2: I've noticed too. I've, I've, I've been, um, like I'm like your biggest Instagram, Facebook follower. <laughs> I think I pretty much like all your posts. You, it's a little nerdy, but it's it's so cool seeing all these cool wraps coming out and and a lot of the new designs and stuff that your crew's coming up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine you're getting a lot of like customers getting ready for like chili bowl and some of the bigger races coming up. Is that yep. is that a fair statement?
3: Yeah, yeah, they got um, the two big oval races. Well, I guess three, um, at least in our neck of the woods. And then obviously Chili Bowl is um, there's a race called Motorama. That's a big dirt oval race. It's out near Syracuse. Um, I think it just opened up the entries, and they sold out in like fifteen minutes or something. Um, Crazy. And then there's obviously the Chili Bowl is a big one for our customers. And then they got the Snowbird Nationals in Florida at the end of January. So those are our three big ones that we try to promote and make sure everyone gets their stuff for. Um, we, we typically, um, if anybody wants to keep an eye out, we usually run a, some kind of promotion. Usually, um, about a month or so before Chili Bowl and Snowbirds, um, Motorama. We probably missed the boat on just because I think that's coming up relatively soon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we usually run like a you know a twenty twenty five percent off deal for uh, for those races, you know, to get get people who haven't ordered stuff from us to you know to give us an opportunity, as well as you know, kind of reward the people who who do order a lot from us. Yeah, very cool.
1: So when you were talking, uh, Derek, about those three tracks that are you know in close proximity to you, it, it, mm-hmm. it made me think: do you get do you get an opportunity to go out and race?
3: Yeah, yeah. I go to I go to the first track of the series, Phoenix, which their first race of the series is actually next week when we're going to run pan mm-hmm. cars. Um, so I'll miss that one, but I usually try to get out there, you know, half dozen to a dozen times a year. Um, Friday nights, they have a good turnout. Almost every Friday is usually 20 cars or so late model is The big thing out here. I'm not sure, what, sure. if it's the same for you guys, but yeah,
1: for um, sure. Yep.
3: Yep. We have a, they have a, they run a stock class, which is kind of just box stock minus the radio. And then they have an open class with the lipo and you can put the bigger motor in if you want it. And
1: oh you can yeah, run the 10 V. yeah Yep. yeah no one yeah, can the, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we're the standard motor but we run yeah 300 milli uh uh lipos yeah, yeah. pretty much super late model is kind yep. of the thing out here
3: yeah that that class i haven't ran the actual asphalt modified yet but the i love the uh late model with the lipo it's so much fun oh, yeah. it's
1: like a yeah, perfect blend yeah, yeah for sure. <clears throat> see see buddy you gotta come here in may it's I like the, your perfect blend. You're gonna it's have all money. your customers here. Yeah. 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 I don't know, after. Stuff. You're gonna have Ryan. Cool. You know, Ryan's gonna. You know, you're gonna try to walk Damn around. Boy. He's gonna have his arms around your leg. You're gonna have to. Drag him <laughs>
2: Derek, on. don't leave my side. I can't be here, Derek.
3: Stay. The here. biggest. <laughs> the biggest thing is what kind of taco places do you guys have down there?
1: Oh, hey, bud. You come okay-ish. to town, I'll bring a. I'll bring a darn taco truck right to the track. <laughs> yeah. I guess. There's one, there's actually, there's actually one less than a mile from my house that goes to a gas station and there's more cars there for the tacos than the gas station. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that, yeah, that,
3: it's not not that surprising, to be honest. Oh, it's <laughs> good stuff. It's authentic. It's really we, we, we live for tacos here.
1: That's there's the next, next. The next carpe shirt. Yeah. Carpy. <laughs> we live for tacos. Yeah. That's it. We'll, race, it. For we'll yeah. race for tacos. We'll race for tacos. <laughs> you can oh. have that one. I'll, I'll give you that one free.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the um we actually went to <clears throat> the Carpet Oval Nationals um the end of last carpet season, so probably springtime, um is in uh Ohio and they brought a taco truck for that race. They bought a taco truck to come down and slings some awesome. street tacos, so it was a pretty nice taste to it. Definitely drew us Absolutely. there. I was just saying we <laughs> yeah.
1: talked about that because I, yeah, I'm gonna go down there and talk to them, I think. Would that be yeah. fun, Ryan? Huh? I think so. Yeah, we'll definitely have a taco
2: up. truck show up and everybody yeah. just load up. That'd be awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. We're hoping to have some big hitters like uh, you know Murph Dog's talking about coming and Jake oh, and yeah. Trickle, uh getting back behind a controller and yeah. And then we've got some we got some big dogs that uh, that race around this area. So yeah. Uh, and then we got Ryan. You know, <laughs> and throw him yeah. in the mix. Field filler. Maybe you I'll know. have to. Uh, He's a winner. He's a winner.
3: Serbia. I'll have to. Uh, a little more practice this year with the one RC, so I don't get too embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's all right. That's all right.
3: Yeah, what track like did you say, say you guys bars. have? The is it the foam foam track? You said
1: it's uh, yeah. We have a foam track. Uh, yep. It's uh, twenty six feet long, twenty four mm-hmm. feet wide. Uh, she gets going. We're running uh, two four laps, two point four laps, yeah, around it, so we get scooting.
3: Yeah. Nice. I've never I never yeah. ran on the foam track. Have you? But what's the big difference between that and the carpet track handling wise?
2: Honestly, for me, I mean, you know, the, the foam actually rubbers up quite a bit. It yeah. grips up. Like and carpet, you know, some guys will run that CRC carpet, some other mm-hmm. guys will run like office carpet. Office carpet just really get to me gets like really dirty and it loses a lot of grip. I yeah. honestly I've run the CRC office and um, foam. And I don't do much with setup changes. I, I think the biggest thing that I'll do, like on foam, is just soften up that right rear and get that car to, to plant and squat yeah. on the right rear so you get to drive off. Um, beyond that, that's about it. Just keep your tires from glazing up and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, the biggest fun for me, you know, being a track owner is that it's like real racing, it, it changes throughout the day. Like typically mm-hmm. when we start out, it's a little slick. A little slippery. And it li- literally starts, we call it rubber in. It's not really rubbering in, but we call it that. And, uh, yeah, by midday, guys, got to watch it because traction roll, you know, yeah. we do allow um, tire cleaner. So, like, Awesome Sauce is, uh, is is prevalent. Everybody pretty much picks that as, as their choice. And, uh, you know, by the time it starts laying on the track and then laying on the tires, uh, you know, you'll start to fight a traction roll issue. It can, it can, it can uh, bring it. uh, We had some guys had no traction issue until we got into the feature, which was 150 laps. Um, and you know, they sauced up right before. So getting about 60, 70 laps, all of a sudden it comes into the mix. But again, it's kind of cool because if you have a guy who is just, you know, dominating, he's not dominating anymore and he's got to change his run line or he's got to change his entry into the corner. He's got to back it up sooner. So it throws a, throws a wrench. And, uh, It started to hit in the C main, and we had a couple of guys that were a few laps down. The leader started having traction roll. They finished one, two. It was a hundred lap B main or uh, C main, and they finished one, two, three, and it was a pass for the lead coming out of four. Oh, really? (laughs) To win it at the line, and only two cars transferred, so it was. That was like race of the year so far. It was it was amazing, but again, it's just because the track actually changed during the race. And right. Ryan can probably, like I say, talk more to that just because he's racing it more uh, than I than I actually race it. So, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, we, that's kind of like how our our local track is because we run pan cars there too. So it's a it's kind of like a bullring pan car track. I think it's somewhere around a hundred foot run line total. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the one RC, they split the infield, so we run half the track for the one RC. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. so that's a good idea. The turn one and two is uh, you know, all rubbered in from the foam pan cars. So one and two and three and four are handle completely different. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah one funny. and two, you'll you'll go in and you'll like and towards the end of the the night, you know, it'll start bicycling or traction rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, I know with the EDM, that's when we first started running one RC with and. Yeah, it would go in and you know, you would almost bicycle that whole corner. It was super fun. Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's expand on that a little bit. How many different types of RC cars do you have and get an opportunity to race?
3: Um I don't own any of them anymore other than my one one RC. So um we we used to race um my dad started in the eighties. Um, I got into it mid-90s. We kind of took a hiatus early 2000s, 2005-ish. Then we recently got back into it um, around the time I started Carpy, so 2012, 2013. Um, Well, I got back into it. He didn't really want anything to do with it. But a year or two went by and he was back into it. And then I started getting busy with the shop. So he kind of runs the whole program as far as... The cars, maintenance, all that stuff. I'm just a, I'm just a hired driver. <laughs> nice, I, nice. I like to refer to myself as like a Paul Menard, you know. <laughs> Not very good, but I got a guaranteed ride. That's a, <laughs> that's all that matters, <laughs>
2: man. You can get it done but, that
3: way. But yeah, we I have, we run uh we have I usually run two pan cars, sometimes three. Um, we run two tw- two ten scale classes. and we have a twelve scale oval car. Um, and I have the the one RC late model. Um, I have an EDM. We don't really run it anymore. And um, I have a foam tire sprint car, but we don't really get out with that much either. We had a phase with that, but it wasn't for us.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The the late models are just tough to beat, right? Because you can bang up, but you can bang a little bit, thump doors and and so forth. So that's super, super fun.
3: The asphalt modified cars look awesome, though. Yeah. That has to be. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have them up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You guys did a wrap for me on one. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. In my yeah, signature
2: style, that that is a badass looking car, man. I just, everything about them, they're just so much fun to run. Mm-hmm. Once you get them set up and dialed in and working, like, they're just an absolute blast. Like, <laughs> definitely, definitely pick one up for 200 and some bucks. Like, I,
3: I bought know, one so to make cool. the template. Um, and I took it apart to get all the body panels off and there was like 7,000 screws and I just never put it back <laughs> right? together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Right.
2: I actually broke the servo in mine. Um, took a pretty hard hit and I've literally just kept it on the shelf. It looks so cool, but I don't want to pull it all apart. Cause you're right.
3: It is a pain to get that yeah. car apart. I'd rather really just spend another 200 bucks and get a new one. <laughs> right.
1: right. Yeah. It was, I, I had mine all apart too to paint cause I bought it clear and I'm painting it and all this stuff. And, and yeah, then I'm trying to remember how to put it back together, and and, and so many times I'm like, I'm just going to bring it in, and let Ryan do it. And I'm like, no, he'll never, <laughs> he'll never let me live that down. No, I, I have would never to no. do this. Yeah, man. I Look was sending him pictures, and hoping he'd go. Oh no, that doesn't go there. That goes there. and he, No, he's just like, finish it. Yeah. There's some issues with it, but fix it, find well, it, and fix that, it.
2: I'll tell you that that is some of the, uh, at least in my opinion, you know, with wraps and things like that, like it's pulling the car apart. Um, You guys just did a a rock steady body for me, for my SC mod that I'm taking to Chili Bowl, and it's like I put the car all together, paint it, you know, fit it the whole nine yards, and then I got to pull it back apart so I can do the wrap. You know, it's just like oh, the the amount of labor that goes. I had kind of a new appreciation for like people that actually do this stuff a lot more than I had because it's like wow, this is a ton of work. I mean, had I known, I would have just shipped the entire body down to Mo. And said, here you go, buddy. Do me up. Here's a hundred dollar bill. Like let's get this done um, because you know uh, it's 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 a ton of work. I mean even on the small ones. But the good news is is it, you know with your wraps it's good quality vinyl. So you know you, you use a little bit of water. Just mist it on. You can kind of pull it off as you need to if you kind of screwed up or whatever. So um,
1: that that definitely helps a ton.
2: Yeah. yeah so let's you. talk
1: about that for a second, Derek. So that's the way we do it what is your recommended uh, kind of process of once the wrap arrives?
3: Um, It it all kind of depends on the body. Um, Like the one RCs and some of those thicker, like I guess they're they're 10 scale, eight scale, like real dense uh, like shark bodies or something. Um, Those ones, you know, they're pretty solid mass. I I typically don't use water. Um, The vinyl is an air release vinyl. So it's, pretty forgiving as far as peeling up unless you've really squeegeed it down Um, and if you get bubbles due to the the air release technology in the vinyl you're able to push it out relatively easy more times than not Um, with like pan car bodies and some of those where they're really thin um, like trying to push the wrap on the body starting to flex and it's a real real pain so um, with that you know uh, a little mist doesn't hurt um, people do it both ways. Um, I don't missed it mainly because what the bodies we do install, we install them and put them right in the box. And I'm always afraid, you know, with that moisture in there, like if it rubs up too much, mm-hmm. starts to peel. Sure. You, know, you have those problems. Sure. So we, we at the shop, we just do them dry, but yeah, you can do it either way.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm a hack. So, you know, I'm doing this when I'm putting that wrap on. So <laughs> I, I, I definitely have to miss it. And you know, just cause sometimes it takes a, couple of cracks to get it right but yeah we do Uh, usually uh,
3: like when we do mud boss bodies we uh we we got it down i think our record six minutes wow get out of it (laughs) but we do so many of those that it's it's like second nature at this point so is that
2: is that like so you talk about the technology in your vinyl Mm -hmm. and um being you know much higher grade is that one of the reasons why the fluorescent colors have been kind of
3: no. So the fluorescence, the the big thing was that was it might've gotten better. Now I haven't really looked, but um, since COVID it's just been so hard to get it. And then you can't, you can get certain brands for a while and then you can't, and then you have to switch them. And every company's fluorescence, a little different shade. And so like replicating something, if someone ordered a year ago is, was really hard to do as well as, um, just the time. So how, how we, how we came across not doing it was, um, I'm blind and dumb. So Mo actually, um, he had to call off for like two days in a row and he ended up going to the hospital and had to get a pacemaker like that same day, like the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. So I had to fill in for him <laughs> for about a week, week and a half. And, and now I'm trying to like weed all these little pieces and lay them in there and I haven't done it in forever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is miserable. <laughs> then yeah. I was like calculating the time and I'm like, there's no way we're even breaking even on these on this fluorescent stuff. Um so yeah, we got away from it. But what we did was, um so back to the story, is I think just labor and stuff, it just wasn't
2: yeah,
3: financially reasonable and That's the, just the time it would take, um, you know, we could do quadruple of the wraps in a day, you know. Um, It was a little bit of a hesitation because we didn't know how people would react to it. And then obviously there's some people that didn't like that decision. But for the most part, everyone seemed cool with it. Um, But we did get um, a new printer in that same time span, um, probably a couple months later. So our main printer had a a problem. Um, We were able to get it fixed, but in my mind, I had already planned on paying that repair bill which ended up being the same amount as cost of paying it off. So we ended up putting that into um, the new version of a printer that we have. So we have both running now, so we can do twice yeah. as fast. But uh, nice. that one has a, an extra color cartridge. So the one we had before had CMYK, and then the light versions of CMYK, orange and black. Now we have all of that, those palettes with a green cartridge, so it gives a wider um, color gamut. So, like, our greens and our yellows are um, – pretty bright. You know, they're not quite fluorescent, but you know, they still pop pretty well. So.
2: Yeah, no, that's cool. And it does make sense, bud, because I I was, um, I had a lot of the, the like neon or fluorescent yellow Mm -hmm. in my wraps. And I remember getting one for, I think it was even for my asphalt modified, like my name on the top was all cut out. And when I like peeled it off, I'm like, Holy crap. Like, this is crazy. And, and I had to kind of, fix it and put it all back in. And it's again, not your fault or anybody's, but it's like, this is crazy labor intensive. I can totally get that. And what's, what's cool though, is that same kind of that neon, you know, Hey, fluorescents aren't available. Right. But like that same yellow, you guys have gotten pretty darn close to that where I can barely tell the difference anymore. So, yeah, you know, you really only only notice it.
3: You really only notice the color difference if they're sitting right next to each other. Like if you didn't have the fluorescent one right next to it, you would, you would just assume it was like the greens and oranges are pretty, pretty nice. Like I don't use the fluorescence on mine mainly for just weight purposes, but, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, they always look sharp. So there's definitely a few people that, you know, weren't thrilled, but I think overall everyone seemed pretty cool with it. So
2: well and i think you know and you kind of explained it in the last time we spoke about the fluorescence and it becoming you know even more expensive right and and the Mm -hmm. thing is too is you have to you know when you're looking at a wrap it's it's not a cheap investment but when you consider everything that goes into it the design time right i mean i've gone back to evan two three times for revisions i mean that's his time is money um, the materials, all of that. So, and then also you got to make a profit on this stuff too. So, you know, having variances in prices for that, uh, material and then the additional labor, I totally get it. Otherwise, you know, nobody's going to pay $250 for a one (laughs) RC, you know? Um, and I think people would be more insulted. At least I would be, um, (laughs) if you came out with a price like that versus the, the couple of bucks it is. So, um, you know, well said. That's good. I'm glad we cleared that up because I was kind of curious about yeah, yeah. why that
3: kind of stopped. And plus, one of the cool things—I um, don't know if we've gotten to the one RCs yet—but a lot of the wraps, like uh, the Mud Boss, some of the like MR Custom late models and stuff. Um, now that we don't layer the fluorescence in, we've been able to go in and like add details to them, like the grooves in the deck, so it looks like it's a paneled, you know, sheet metal deck with the little rivets in it. Um, some of the shadowing and some of the the panels stuff that we couldn't do with fluorescence because when you layer a fluorescent over it, you're not going to get those blends and those super Mm -hmm. fine little details. So that almost some of them look more realistic that way too.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how about, uh, you know, is this RC drag racing is really starting to expand? Are you guys also um, involved with some drag racing Uh,
3: We We dabbled into it. Uh, like a year, year and a half ago. Um, the thing with the wraps are a lot of the early people who bought them didn't like them because, um, when the cars flip and they skid across the asphalt, there's no wrap left. <laughs> at the <end>. yeah. <laughs> Um, so they weren't really a big fan of it. And, um, and we weren't, it wasn't a big market like the like Volvo racing was for us. So we kind of just drifted away from it over time. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean the the drag racing's definitely blown up. It seems to be getting controversial lately, from what I've seen online. But um, hmm. as is racing, I guess.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think every every genre of RC has had its drama, right? Yeah. Over the years, whether it's roar racing or FMR, is like yeah, you know, all of them. Yeah. Have some How kind about of those issue. Trinity slot machines?
2: <laughs> Let's not get into that one.
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't know much about it. I just read a post on my way home. Um, yeah, that they, they took it off the Aurora list or something.
1: Yeah, they deemed them uh, illegal, which is no bueno. Well, that's going to end the first part of our two-part series with Derek from Carpe. So be sure to join us next week on RC Underground Radio.
0: You've been listening to RC Underground Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, drop us a line at rcuradio at gmail.com. We're curious to know, what do you like? What don't you like? Who would you like us to talk to? It was weird, but you know what I meant. We're talking about racing. so You can find us on Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. See you next time on the RC Underground Radio Podcast.
2: I am a BB in a boxcar.